Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You guys, first of all, I'm in my dad fit era right now. I've got a flannel on top of a short sleeve t-shirt with a cap on and my hair needs to be washed. Frankly, I think you're slaying. Really? Okay, then never mind. I'll be a hobby. I like it. I like I like a grunge look. (laughs) I mean, I'm not like full on grunge, but I'm mm, I feel like I am always trying. And if not, I'm trying to go like super girly. Like those are my two extremities. That's totally valid, and it depends on the season for me. Mm. Summertime, I end up being a little more girly girly because I just love wearing dresses. Oh yeah, for sure. The breeze, it's like. Mm. You gotta wear a dress, and that's why our islanders always wear the dresses they wear on the show. (laughs) So true. One thing that I'm gonna say right now is, you guys, I am so underwhelmed. I am really kicking myself because I was saying we were gonna be back on Saturday morning in everybody's ears, excited to discuss the aftermath of what was supposed to be absolute carnage from mad movies mm-hmm. and we're literally just sitting here like it's any other week so with that i mean recap us up val you got it okay so wednesday night you know what wednesday night was frankly very <laughs> boring because we yep. were teased with the whole mad movies and it didn't come until the end of the episode. So I think we had some like Olivia and Kai beef because what's mm-hmm. new. And then we had a boring ass fucking Olivia and Maxwell treehouse date. I find it hilarious that the producers maybe finally caught on to the viewers opinion on olivia because they gave her another treehouse date versus like kai and sanam the day before got like a cute little kayaking date and they got mm-hmm. a treehouse date yikes and then we got into the mad movies of it all we saw mm-hmm. two clips but the majority of mad movies we saw happen on thursday night's episode we saw a lot of fighting we saw a lot of girls speaking up when they shouldn't be. We saw Olivia finally get exposed just for it to be like thrown to the wayside, forgotten. We saw, obviously, we saw all the bad clips from the guys. We saw the Tom clips. We saw the Will clips. And uh, even though Sammy was beefing with Tom, she still forgave him. So, like, whatever. Um, and then a Friday night, we had new bombshells come in. We saw two dates. We saw Rosie take Casey and Kai on a date. And we saw Keenan take Sammy and Jesse on a date. 
Then we saw the Casey and the Claudia fallout start to happen, which I feel like we already started to see happen a little bit. We started to see Casey kind of retract from mm-hmm. Claudia while the whole time denying that he was not when it's like, we all have eyes. We all have eyes. And yep. then we had a surprise recoupling where we saw Martin go home. Essentially, it was like all a big, you know, ceremony to watch Martin go home. Like we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I do believe the public vote is open tonight, if I'm not mistaken. So I do feel like there's going to be a couple of them. If not one, maybe two. But I do feel like Martin going home was a necessary thing that needed to happen so we could set up for the public vote because we have been crying out for the public vote for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. We know that Casey and Rosie and Claudia and Keenan are going to be safe from that. Mm. So in us kind of reviewing the rest of them, I mean, there's some pretty... I wonder if they will be safe from that because, frankly, like, if they aren't, or, sorry, if they are safe for that, then we could Mm -hmm. see a potential, like, finalist go home. I don't think that's going to be risked when there are people like Claudia in the house or, like, Keenan in the house, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like bombshells will not be safe, especially because we're so late in the game. Bombshells are going to come in and come out at this point. Really? There's like maybe two, three weeks left. Yeah, wait, you're right. Okay. Uh, no, this you're is always right about these six, kind of things. Right? I think Wrong. so. I think so. It's eight weeks. So yeah, we're like pretty, we're pretty close. We're pretty close to the final. I don't think we could risk a finalist going home. Yeah, the finals, I think they said was going to be on March 14th. Are they going to be the finals or maybe the 16th? I know it's that week. So we still have, yeah, two to three weeks left. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting. I don't, I don't really see. I'll save it for when we get to them. Okay. No, save it. Save it. Save it. Let's, I, um, I'm saving. Let's start off. I mean, guys, I feel like this is our first episode of this season where I am underwhelmed. I'm a little bit bored. Yeah. You know, there's just not much happening right now because there's not a lot of shifting anymore. So Mm -hmm. we're going to start with, you know, as we always do, our least dramatic to our most dramatic, which means Ron and Lana. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I feel like there's more to say about Ron in this situation than there is to say about Lana you know my girl Lana she's calm she keeps peace she's there whatever whatever but Ron had some beef with Olivia this week and it seems like he was the only one who had the balls to call Olivia to the stand and hold her feet to the fire what are you thinking Mm Okay, the fact that Ron has achieved, like, he opened up his third eye this past week or something. Like, this man Mm. reached, like, inner peace and really came to terms with how he was as a person in the early days of the villa. Mm -hmm. 
operations. I don't know. I'm like, I'm blanking today. It was a long week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like just the villa dynamics. There we go. And mm. so the fact that he was, you know, this past episode being like, oh, I can imagine that's how Lana felt when I was conflicted with new bombshells coming in in reference to how Casey, I mean, Casey and Claudia were falling apart. And then also the fact that he was calling Liv out for the shit that they had seen during mad movies, but then also him kind of saying that I've been biting my tongue for weeks because she's friends with Lana, but, you know, really starts to call her out for her tomfoolery. And my shock is, okay, we know this man is self-aware Two. No one cited him. And I was like, is everybody okay? Like, what's in the water in South Africa there right now? Like, they're absolutely not acknowledging the fact that, yet again, this week, she found two things to make about herself and really kind of make it seem like she was the victim in a grand way with a, she was like, oh, let's address the elephant in the room. I knew that Ron was always a fake friend to me. Like, girl. It was not about you during Mad Movies Night. Like, are you joking? And then during the recoupling ceremony uh, as well. So I just think, like, Ron was on the right track. I wish he had some back, like, backup from the rest of the villa. And it just was nowhere to be found. So, yeah, Lone Wolf struck and nothing happened except for Olivia's blatant dramatic reaction to him actually speaking facts like are you joking yeah it was honestly hard well okay i will say this it was exciting to see ronald finally hit his stride like be likable i don't know we spent so <laughs> much time just like beefing with ron and it was nice to see him <laughs> be in a situation where, like, he's in the right, he mm -hmm. uh, is acting maturely, he's taking the high road, so it was enjoyable. And guess what it took? It took Olivia <laughs> being her yep. self for us to see the side of Ron. But no, in all, <laughs> in all honesty, I do think it's because we got a lot of break, like, we got a long break from seeing mm -hmm. Ron and his antics and we've finally seen him and Lana settle and like right. are they my winners not at all I don't I don't think they're anyone's winners just because they're quite boring but he is a winner in the sense that you know he's achieved maturity through this process mm -hmm. uh, and for that I commend him I think the way he handled it with Olivia was very mature he wanted to speak with her clear the air mm -hmm. um and not have any bad blood with her because she is i mean essentially his girlfriend's bestie in the villa right. um and olivia didn't give him the time of day no shock there olivia can't really hold the conversation unless she has a lot of quote-unquote receipts to throw at you mm -hmm. and frankly there was no receipts to be thrown at him like he said what he said, and it was true. Like, he said she would read and she did. And then on additionally, yeah. 
she was talking mad shit behind her back. So what was she going to say? What what ground did she have to stand on? Zero. So she just didn't talk to him, which is hilarious because just the day before, she was just saying how Kai couldn't even have a conversation with her. Okay, girl. All right. Cool. I think people are just done having conversations with Olivia. I think it's just yeah. nowhere. There's no point, And they did the right thing. Yeah, I'll I'll follow up with just saying that I think everybody kind of sees the true like ugly inside her and especially after Kai recoupled with Sanam and that whole aftermath of the Casa recoupling, I think everybody sees it clear as day. They just don't want to give it the time that it needs in mm-hmm. order to actually clear things up because they won't be. Because she'll just be spinning in circles and then hold a grudge the entire time that she's going to be in there. So I think Ron is in the right, which is shocking to say. And two, they've settled. Ron and Lana have settled. I think the recoupling speech that she gave was really cute. Um, and she actually set up her speech in a way where all the other girls were basically just saying the same thing that Lana was saying. So <laughs> uh, points on being original for saying it first. And yeah, I mean, there's nothing really else to, to it. Like I I'm, I'm happy that they're happy. They're not going to win for sure. I would be shocked mm. if they did top four though, for sure. I don't know whether second yeah. or third placement, but I don't know. I see them either in second or third. I don't see the, see them uh, in first. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how like the rest of the week plays out, but yeah, I just feel like there's, I mean, really, now that they're lovey-dovey, don't mm-hmm. see much of them. I guess we don't really see much of the lovey-dovey couples anyways. Because no, I we're mean, because there's nothing, like... Yeah, we're not, like, in the home stretch yet where, like, mm-hmm. we get to just see the couple settled with, like, with no competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe towards the end we'll be able to, like, predict what we think the ranking will be a little bit better. But mm-hmm. moving on to potential finalists as well. We have Tom and Sammy. Um, yeah. I don't even want to talk about this. You're, you're really affected by this one. Dreading. I was dreading talking about this couple. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you start. How about that? I'll let you start. Yeah, because- you know what? Because you're going to have a ramble, and I want to give you your space and your time. <laughs> I'm gonna um, have a ramble. Get out of here. But I'm not in a bad way. I, I <laughs> ramble. I want to give you your space to ramble. But no, like I just want to open up the conversation by saying, mm-hmm. "Sammy, girl, not only are you letting me down, you're letting yourself down because she has said multiple times that if this was the outside, she would have forgotten about Tom already." Mm-hmm. And here we are. And, you know, I think a lot of the Islanders rationalize their actions in there by saying, oh, well, it's Love Island. Like, it's a different situation. Like, you can't get away from the person in the villa once you're in there. You see them all the time. I understand that that's, like, hard. But I think there's, like, a way to reconcile. <laughs> and then sometimes that reconciliation just really goes nowhere. Reconciliation mm. isn't happening. And at that point, you know, whether it's awkward or not, and you're going to see them every day, you just got to move on, live and let live and just like protect your sanity. Especially Sammy, because she was given the second shot at love. They sent in somebody 
for her, essentially. And she's still with Tom. And, mm-hmm. like, listen, if the clips didn't bother her, it'd be one thing. But the clips really affected her. She was really, really, really pissed. So I'm just kind of like, why are you still with yeah. him? Those eyes can't be doing that much. I just... I I can't even talk because I'm so... <laughs> I'm so sick. I am so sick of strong women who have standards, who have morals, who have valid reactions to men not treating them right. He wrote a freaking 10-line rhymed poem. The worst poem anyone's heard. And then after seeing the movies, all he did, and maybe we didn't see this because it wasn't edited right, but he barely groveled. Like, I just can't even come to terms with what has happened. And genuinely, she's so closed off. She didn't even give Keenan a chance on that date for him to, you know, slide in for him to kind of charm her. And you know what? I think they would be a great fit together because he's fit. He's got a personality and he won't just be looking in your eyes with a deep voice and, you know, hypnotizing you into liking him. Like, I was so disappointed in Sammy. I cannot believe this. I know you and I had said two episodes ago that she's definitely winner material. And like, you know what? Maybe she is, but not with Tom. Like, I can't believe this. And they don't even talk about anything. There's nothing in common and there's no common ground. And they just sit there and they both just look hot which is okay I guess but like what about the deep stuff what about on the outside yeah I think the commonality is mutual attraction yeah that's it that's kind of it yeah I really like I know people think that they're cute and I think that they're like cute enough I think that they have a little bit more chemistry than maybe some of the other couples um, you know, like, I think that they have a little bit more chemistry than Ron and Lana, but, like, I'm going to be fair to Ron and Lana right now and say, like, we haven't seen much of them since they've been out of the drama, mm. but still, nonetheless, I think that Tom and Sammy just have a little bit more chemistry. They, like, edge them out just a little bit, but I never really saw what everyone else was seeing in them. I never really found them to be that cute because, yeah, I just... I think they hit it off, mm-hmm. but I just feel like if this was the outside world, they'd be nothing more than a fling, you know? They are currently a fling. Like, there's nothing else in common, yeah. and I do agree. They, Ron and Lana, I haven't seen any sort of, like, physical attraction chemistry. Mm-hmm. Tom and Sammy, I have. I see it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely there. Sparks fly. I think it's just the principle of it all, right? Where Sammy knows what she's looking for. And I really feel like she's settling for Tom because their values don't align. Like this is something that I've really feel passionate about. And I just can't believe that she forgave him. And we don't even know if she like officially forgave him or whatever, but kind of like swept it under the rug. And I, mean, I think it's safe to say she officially forgave him because 
she went on that date, came back, reassured Tom, and, like, they were fine. Yeah. I feel like if she hadn't officially forgiven him, if, like, they weren't officially good, she would give yeah. him a little bit more to worry about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I think that the only reason Keenan coupled up with Claudia at the end of the episode was because Sammy wasn't giving him anything. Versus, like, if Sammy was a little bit more open on the date, mm-hmm. um, gave Tom a little bit more something to worry about, uh, talked to Keenan more during the day, I do think that Keenan would have picked her, like, come on. He definitely yeah. really liked her. They kind of got on. Um, but no. Sammy remained closed for Tom. Um, yeah, I, just, I see a lot of <laughs> I see a lot of Millie and Liam in them. You know, I mm-hmm. thought Ron and Lana were going to be the Millie and Liam, in a way, in a way, dude. It were, <laughs> but not in terms of like what happens at Casa and then coming yeah. Back. Um, okay, but now since whole the whole Casa thing has happened, I'm like, this is giving Millie and Liam for sure. Like, you could definitely tell that there's physical chemistry, but what is below the physical chemistry, I cannot tell you. But Liam was, like, a fucking dog in Casa Amor. Like, Tom just kind of stuck with Lydia. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the fallout happened like that. I feel like Liam was so much worse, and that's why it stunk when Millie, like, continued with him. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just. But I, I think don't it was. It with I compare Sammy. it to Millie and Liam mostly because Tom just continuously leaves out a little detail or like downplays mm. things. Or, okay, fair. Or pretends like this was never in his character. This is so unlike him. Um, yeah. When frankly, it's like not. It just is. It, it, that's just not true. No, I know. Okay, yeah, I see that way then. Okay, makes sense. But still, I'm so mad about this whole Sammy Tom situation. I, like, really thought there was going to be a bigger fallout than there was, and it was just her crying for, like, a day and a half, and then all's well that ends well, question mm-hmm. mark. Like, I just, ugh, I don't know. I'm yeah. just a little disappointed. It's like she took out all her anger, like, at Mad Movies and then post-Mad Movies, and then the next day she was fine. I was like, you were just sobbing last night. But mm-hmm. I guess yelling at Will, <laughs> I guess yelling at Will took the edge off. You were like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm I cool. guess. I'm cool. <laughs> hey, everybody needs an outlet and maybe that's what, that's what she needed. But sp- speaking of yelling at Will, I'm surprised that Jesse didn't. I'm not surprised because at, to a certain point, I do feel like Jesse was dragging it. You either trust Will or you don't at a certain Mm. point and will was not in my opinion purposely leaving out details i feel like he told jesse what happened then layla told jesse what happened then he corroborated the story then the night before movie night they were talking and he was like i don't want to say that i've told you any everything because you know i don't want to come off cross like I'm lying there might be things that I'm forgetting but to my knowledge I've told you everything that I'm aware of and Mm -hmm. when Jesse was watching the clip it was like she was like okay I didn't know that okay I didn't know that the only thing that was like that everyone kind of took issue with was whether or not 
there was touching under the blanket. And I Mm -hmm. do, again, I feel like (laughs) the girls were so difficult to defend during movie night because they were just screaming about shit that like didn't happen or like, yeah, they made that up out of nowhere. And Claudia was the only person to be like, no guys, like don't blow it up. And even then, I still feel like she was only saying that just to like appease Casey to be like, I'm not like, mm, like I'm a cool girl. I'm yeah, I'm not like girls. them. I'm like, I'm not like blowing up out of proportion. It's like Claudia, because Claudia was screaming like across the table, like I, I told them it's not that big of a deal. It's just like, yeah. just focus on the girls. Just be like, hey guys, let's chill out. That's not what happens. Right. Like, um, you know, unless we could replay the clip, that's not what I saw. That's not what they saw. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like outside of that little blip, I think that Will is right in being like, okay, either you forgive me or not. The ball's in your court. Like, there's only so much I could do. I've told you everything I can. That's that. Um, while not being aggressive and being mm-hmm. very open to hearing out her emotions. I think that if she forgives him, she forgives him. Great. If not, she just has to let him go. Yeah, I think I'm just, like, mad because there was no falling out from mad movies. So I'm just like, man, like, why wasn't there more yelling? Like, there wasn't any aftermath or, like, any sort of carnage, quote-unquote. Mm. But... Yeah, the blanket thing. Okay, so the one thing that I do agree with you is that the girls were blowing it out of proportion. One thing that I didn't like was how Tanya was egging on Jesse's misinterpretation of what was happening under the blanket. I thought yeah. that was fucked up. And to yeah. make somebody feel worse about what they've seen, I just feel like the girls had done that so much more this season than I've seen in any season ever. Yeah. And it was really unfortunate. But what I didn't what I do agree with you is he did tell her most of these things, but the items that were more important, I guess, were things that were in bed and that's what was shown. So I kind of feel like maybe he didn't want to bring it up. And so I'm glad Jesse saw it, but also I feel like Jesse's clips were the most brutal because of the fact that she had something so strong with Will before they had separated. And then upon them coming back had such a unstable base to continue on and so the fact that she had her eyes open so wide and was literally analyzing every detail of what was being shown to her really hit me in a different way I I was feeling it for her that she had to see all of that and kind of like process and go through it and it was bad because not even Will was watching because he was like oh I don't know I don't know what they showed like what did they show and I felt just that entire situation was really really awkward and honestly kind of sad but I do feel like they were so fair to Will this season which was nice to see because I think Will and Jesse are kind of the most fragile emotionally right now in there um so it was nice to see them give Mm -hmm. Will Will's clips the context that they deserved which included him shutting it down and that also plays a part in her not blowing up as much Right afterwards, because she was able to see him shut it down. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that was really kind to Will, because I do, he has kind of receded a little bit, has been on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Somebody even, like, paused the episode, and, like, you could see the palm of his hands. Like, he'd been squeezing his hands so hard that, like, it was leaving marks, or, like, he was mm-hmm. kind of, like, 
bleeding a little bit from like the nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see them like spare them a little bit and not play anything right that was unfair or right. build a narrative. I think Jesse got the most clear image of what happened. Um, but I think that the girls, the girls as a whole, I think we're blowing the clips out of proportion because mm-hmm. in past years they've been worse. And so they were just right. expecting the worst. They were like, if it's on the screen, it had to be like 10 times worse in the villa, you know? Um, when like, yeah, see, I-, I don't think that was the case. Except for Tanya, who I think was blowing it up to, like, divert attention from herself. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It was like, yeah, I mean, there were certain clips that were actually really, really bad that I was really shook by. But I don't think anything can beat Jake's Be Real Mm. (laughs) during season six. So, so you think it's all me? You think it's all me? It's all me. What the? That was so funny. That was so funny. It's like, yes, bitch, we saw you. You will tell you. Oh my god. Oh man. I mean, okay. Speaking of shutting it down, though, this Liv and Kai drama, this drama, finally, a little bit. A little bit has been squashed to the point where Kai and his little piece of toast do not give a fuck about what Liv is saying. Where she wait, is. his little piece of toast? Yeah, remember when Liv took him for a chat and he brought oh, his toast yeah. with him? <laughs> I thought you were referring to Sanam. I was like, okay, pet name, what? Oh, no. <laughs> like a toast, that's cute. <laughs> no Sanam is our queen are you kidding no I love that girl um no I'm talking about when Liv pulled Kai for a chat and he was like so unbothered by it that he brought his breakfast with him he like didn't give a fuck but anyway so Kai and Sanam another three days in paradise they are going strong her recoupling speech was so cute you know about how he teaches her history lessons in bed and that they always talk i thought that was and so just, sweet i know i love them and i genuinely am so happy to see this change of character from kai like it's I'm just like, so refreshing. Juan, Kai, you went from game players to lover boys, genuine I lover know. boys. I'm like, okay, finally, let's go. I just cannot believe it. It is the nicest arc to see from two men, one of which was a fucking menace, and the other one that was like the personality of a tablespoon. Yeah. So. With that, though, him and Sanam, smooth sailing, easily top four. Definitely. My winners. <laughs> Honestly, I hope they win. I think that would be really, really Those nice. And are my winners. Right now, for me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top four, for sure. But for me, personally, I want them to win. I think that they have such a great energy about them. And have we ever seen a Casa girl win? <sighs> That's a good question. I was, okay. think, let me I was think. thinking let about me think. this let me think. a couple first days ago. First season was Hannah and John. Sec- no, sorry. First season was not Hannah and John. First season was Jess and Max. Mm-hmm. He was not a Casa boy. Second season was Kara and Nathan. Third season was Kem and Amber. Fourth mm-hmm. season was uh, Danny and what's his face? Danny and Jack. Mm-hmm. Fifth season was Amber and Greg. 
Sixth yep. season was Paige and Finn. Seventh season was Millie and Liam. Mm-hmm. Eighth season was Davide and Akinsu. So, no, we've never seen a Casa girl win. Yeah, so I'm hmm. curious, right? Like, if Sanam and hmm. Kai end up winning, this is actually making history as two things. A, a couple of color winning, number one. Number two... Oh, well, no, yeah. Ekansu and Davide kind of beat that, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, um, Ekansu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Casa Girl winning. I think that would be so <laughs> cool to see. I mean, and we've also never seen, like, a Kai character. You've mm-hmm. never seen, like, the genre in which Kai falls under, you know, kind of fuckboy, play the field. We've never really seen them have a real shot at winning like we've seen Wes and Megan kind of flourish a little bit and we saw we definitely saw Josh and Kaz flourish Mm -hmm. a lot right were they second or were they third they I think I think they were third they were because third. for whatever reason, Laura and Paul were sec- like, I don't even, don't even want to go into that. We don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I do think Kaz and Josh deserved second because mm-hmm. I really liked their chemistry, even if it fell apart in the real world, like whatever. I can't believe that. I actually really liked them together. And now this whole story with Kaz, like, oh my goodness, I can't. I know. Um, but I do hope to see kinds and all. I just really like them a lot. Um, I love how he's handled Olivia just acting a fool, mm-hmm. um, calling her up on her shit, and then leaving it at that. He's like, I'm, he is not having it with her. He is not going to go in circles with her. And I think it's very mature. I mean, this is coming from the Kai who shut down a conversation with Tanyelle mm-hmm. just because he didn't want to, you know catch any stick to now right. him having heard live out explained himself woke up the receipts and was like okay conversation's over like i don't know why we're going back and forth and he was very sweet in protecting sanam and saying like mm-hmm. to lana like i want to protect her like if i pulled away from you guys it's because you guys are backing live and sanam doesn't really have anyone she's the only casa girl here that was so sweet man yeah yeah I read a tweet. I read a tweet about how the only reason Kai knows how to deal with Liv is because he work goes to work every day with teenage girls. <laughs> and I was like, "Damn!" But yeah, no, it's it's really true. And I think just Liv and Maxwell's dynamic right now too is just so strange to me. I we we saw the recoupling speech. Oh, everybody knows how much of a roller coaster I've been on. Like, okay, oh. it's not about you. Week after week, you keep like ringing the same damn bell about how you are the victim of season 9 and it's just not cute. I don't get it and it's not even relevant anymore like okay like you found someone that you want to stay with like shut the fuck up (laughs) and I'm I'm being so mean but like I don't fucking care I don't want to hear this like I haven't had the easiest journey in here like okay no one has girl no one has and if we're being real the toughest fucking journey that has been in that villa right now is Shaq's and that is it a period period it's not even a girl's it's a guy's yeah so, so enough 
and and here's the thing too like yeah Liv and Maxwell went on a date but like what did they talk about can you actually look at me and tell me what they talked oh, baby, about I could tell you what they talked about because it came up later and it was so stupid I think okay the clip that was shown of Maxwell mm. at movie night yeah was of him saying like oh you know it's going really good with Liv but you know I'm not going to shut myself off if anyone else comes in whatever reasonable that mm-hmm. was before their date right, right. Mm-hmm. so he says that they go on their date he kind of is like there's probably no one else coming in for me but you know whatever i don't really think he entirely closed himself off but it is what it is and then mm-hmm. movie night happens that same night that same night right And the clip of him saying that he's not completely cut off comes off, comes out. And Mm -hmm. frankly, he was very respectful about it. He was not like, oh, fuck Liv, whatever. Liv's trying to blow it up out of proportion. All the girls are like, Liv, stop it. Like, for a group of girls who the whole evening were blowing shit out of proportion, for this, they were like, Liv, stop it. And you could tell Liv was, like, thinking that they were going to be on her side and they just, like, weren't. Yeah. It's just, like, just funny. It's like not what he said, whatever. But it's like, do you think that he went on that date and then right after said something different to the guys and then they had that clip from movie night the same day? Like, are you? Yeah. No, that's not how production works. And as an actress, she would know that. You know what? Ugh. Maybe she doesn't because we've seen the EQ level, so the IQ is probably going to follow around the same area. Like, she does not have... I don't think she's dumb, though. No, she's not dumb. I'm just saying, like, she wants to make things work out in the way that she's perceiving them. And that, Mm -hmm. to me, is stupidity at its finest. Like, she wants to be the victim so bad. She definitely has a perception problem in terms of, like, thinking that everything... (laughs) that's going on is like exactly how it is in her head when it's just not and she doesn't have any self-awareness but she's not dumb in the sense that she's gotten by in the villa playing this Mm -hmm. game playing everybody for a fiddle and then talking about everyone behind their backs Mm -hmm. and when it was confronted to everybody's faces nobody but ron and kai really had the nerve to say anything the girls didn't call her up on it i'm just like okay well if you're not going to see it now, you're going to see it when you're outside the villa. Like, every other person who's come to outside the villa and been like, oh, yeah, like, now that I can see more clearly, like, I don't think Liv is my friend. To be fair, though, the girls have seen what Liv has done with previous girls, so they know not to get on her bad side because you're going to go home. <laughs> So maybe this is like self-preservation from the women. Like they're trying to not say anything to her because they know once they're in the crosshairs, their asses are going home. Yeah. That is a possibility. I mean, I wouldn't want to cross her only because I wouldn't have the energy. But moving Mm. on to another couple who surprisingly out of nowhere came through with the drama. The only couple that's really budging right now. Mm -hmm. Um. Casey and Claudia and bombshells Keenan and Rosie. So in the recoupling, we saw Rosie pick Casey after they had a nice, lovely date and after mm-hmm. 
you know, a day to process it. Casey realized he was kind of downplaying how much she actually did like Rosie and well, not like, but had has interest in Rosie. Um, meanwhile, Claudia was completely falling apart yep. <laughs> on the sidelines. Um, so Rosie, I guess, picked up on that chemistry, picked Casey in the recoupling, and Keenan, who had had you know, one conversation with Claudia about both of them being Northern, picked mm-hmm. Claudia in the recoupling while Claudia, like, was sobbing. <laughs> okay, she wasn't sobbing in the recoupling, but she was she crying. She was crying yeah. and she sobbed afterwards because of the whole Casey situation. Mm-hmm. So we definitely saw this coming. Totally. we definitely seen Casey pull away. From Claudia, be a little bit turned off by how keen she is, um, which wouldn't be a turn off if you actually liked her. But in this case, he does not like her as much as he as she likes him. Mm-hmm. And the amount she likes him is not making up for that imbalance, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I um, guess. So, yeah, and on Claudia's side, she's all in. I mean, we also knew this, considering she cried first night at Casa Amor. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't see anything between Claudia and Keenan. Do you see anything between Rosie and Casey? I preface this by saying, I don't think there's anything between Claudia and Casey, but that being said, like, do you think there's something with Casey and Rosie? Oh, totally. Okay. The way that he looks at her, the way that he's like licking his lips around her, like there's definitely physical attraction there. Same thing with Rosie with her like beautiful blue eyes. Like she's always looking at him a way that I'm like, okay. Like I did think for a moment that she and Martin had like a brief spark because he brought up astrology and I was like, Martin. But I definitely think that she and Casey get along much better than him and Claudia. Last week, I had mentioned that Claudia had taken this weird approach where she kind of was acting like his mom. And Mm -hmm. men hate that. It's just such a weird look to like, I don't know, it was just like the scolding and then like the pick me girl laughing it off, even though her feelings are hurt. Like all these things just are an ick in and of themselves so I'm not saying that oh he didn't like her as much and that's why this is so evident but it's like no you have continuously you know not really like paved a way for this like mutual respect and getting over their bumps in the road and I I can see that's probably what's pushed him away Mm. albeit he is mentioning oh I don't want to hurt her feelings and that's because he is a quote-unquote nice guy who doesn't want to quote-unquote finish last. But I just don't think that they had anything there. And it was found out really quick because Claudia didn't know how to, I don't know, converse with him in a way that they could both move on together. Like she just kept holding on to bits and pieces that were the wrong bits and pieces in my opinion and then just like hounding them down on Casey and and trying to laugh it off and make it seem like she didn't care as much was just she's, really weird she's definitely I I I found out something devastating which is that we have the same sun sign the same moon sign and the same mercury sign and I'm like uh 
I don't know how much I could critique her because I'm like, clearly we have very, you know, clearly our charts align. So we must have similar attributes somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I just am not clicking with her. And so I'm going to blame it on her Venus because <laughs> this is a show about love. So clearly the Venus is acting up and that we do not mm-hmm. share. We do not share that. Um, okay. But yeah, I just, I think a lot of what she says is kind of passive aggressive. Like yeah. she wants to forgive him because she knows it's immature to not forgive him because there's not much to hold against him. Obviously, like how he went about things was not my favorite. I personally would also feel uncomfortable. But like, if you're forgiving him, then you're forgiving him. And if you are not forgiving him, then you are not forgiving him. It's as easy as that. If you're going to forgive him, you can't be passive aggressive. And I just feel like she says that they're cool. They have conversations. She barely states her piece. And Mm -hmm. then after those conversations are done, she then makes passive aggressive jokes about it. Um, Kind of like drawing a line in the sand of like what her boundaries are outside of the serious conversations. Like when Mm -hmm. she said she would be done with Casey if he brought someone else in. It's like, but you just said that in passing in front of Tom and Sammy instead of like in an actual conversation with him just to like get a jab in and then walk away. So right. yeah, and then like all the like nitpicking and kind of like the um reprimanding. It's like there that's not really a way to have a conversation with somebody. Like right. clearly she does think that she is a little bit better than him because she didn't bring anyone back and it's like but you could have and that would there would have been nothing wrong with that either like you guys were both in a very new phase of getting to know each other so Mm -hmm. it's really not about who's the better person here it's not even about who's the better person for like any of these couples it's just about respect like between your partnership um totally so yeah I just Oh, I feel like everything that's happened since Casa, I just think that she's kind of been the one to push it away. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I don't want to blame her entirely because I think that ultimately Casey did make a mistake and his mistake was not bringing Cynthia back. Like, his mistake was assuming that what he had in the villa with Claudia was better when he, like, I don't know. He didn't have much to compare. It was the same time frame. So it's like, yeah, in, like for the first two days, everything's like roses and daisies and whatever. Um, so I think he would have just been better to bring in Cynthia. And then him and Kate, him and Claudia would have naturally had this distance. Mm-hmm. And then he would have maybe realized like, oh, oh, okay, like, I actually do like Cynthia more, or I just, I don't like Claudia as much as I thought I did. And because there's someone else here, I don't have to feel the need to cling to Claudia. But because he came back for Claudia, now Mm -hmm. it feels like there's even more weight to that action. But it's like, okay, you stayed with her. So now there's that awkward tension of like, you stayed with me after Casa Moy. Like, that's the ultimate romantic gesture. It's like, it's romantic if you've known each other for four weeks, not two days. Right, right. But that's that's my take on it. <laughs> I, I feel like, like, I don't want to say he's playing the field, because that's not what I mean to say. 
Okay. But when he and Rosie were talking about past relationships, he said that it had been around nine to 10 months that he had been single and he had gotten out of a two and a half year relationship. Mm. I feel like that's not enough time for you to want to dive into a brand new relationship and like really, really settle down unless he's like that. So excuse me. But his actions in the villa so far have kind of aligned with someone who doesn't really know what they're looking for. They they know that when they have it, they'll feel it and they'll know it. But mm-hmm. he doesn't have the he's not, just there he doesn't have fun. the stability. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have the stability in him. I don't see that where he's like really looking for a girlfriend or he hasn't found someone that's giving him that. So I don't know. Will he and Rosie work out? I have no idea. I think it's really superficial right now. But I will tell you, Claudia's looking for something real. And she said that. I don't want to be an option. I want to be someone's first. She didn't bombshell the way a bombshell is supposed to be. Like, this is someone who's genuinely looking for love. And I do mm-hmm. feel bad for her in that regard. I know I'm kind of shitting on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like it goes both ways. Like, you've got to be true to yourself. You've got to honor your own values. And if you're seeing that effort's not being reciprocated, you gotta, you gotta move on. You can't keep sticking around, being sad for yourself that he's not giving me, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I do feel like we haven't seen anyone walk yet, and mm-mm. we haven't gone like any seasons like since season three. Okay, with any without anybody walking, I'm like, yeah, true. It's close to the end. Like if nobody comes in for her, and Casey like does turn his head. Mm-hmm. I could see her potentially walking if she doesn't get voted out, like, first. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, not much to say. She said she didn't like dating. And I get that, like, I I mean, I think it's pretty clear she was scouted for the show. She's an, a Nepo baby, so. Right. I'm going to go ahead and assume she was scouted. And it's hard to say no to Love Island. If I was scouted and I was single, oh, yeah, I would oh, go yeah. on Love Island. But I think. In terms of self-preservation, in the name of self-preservation, maintaining your own peace, I don't think this was the right show for her. I think she could have gone on, like, Great British Bake Off or something, you know? and Or, like, something, like, fun and lighthearted. Not something that was going to play with her emotions. Like, clearly, she's that's yeah. not who she is. She's not. She can't handle it. It's not for everybody. But we move on and we said this before but speaking of tough journeys in this villa we have Shaq, Tanya and Martin boy if Martin didn't have a tough journey in there as well okay because he was brought back immediately just kind of like forgotten about then he was humiliated yeah at least he had one good night which was movie night and he got to laugh his little heart out and then uh, bring in a bombshell and, oh, actually, you're going to go home the next day. And it was also yeah. like a waste of a recoupling because it's like, I know we have to go through the process, but I almost wish we just had a different way mm-hmm. to send somebody home when it's like that obvious that they're going to be the one going home. It just I felt know, like... but at least he looked so good. Outfit, outfit was good. <laughs> outfit was good, as usual. Do you think Dami styled him before he went to the villa? I would love... Oh, totally. I would love if Dami, like, afterwards came out and was like, actually, like, I styled him. 
They're both fashion boys, so he could have styled himself, but it would have been so cool if Dami was like, I helped style himself. Like, I'm dabbling my feet in the in the styling world. Like, that'd be Stop. Um, no, because yeah. Martin gave the best dressed crown to Casey when he was leaving, so I think I he know. did style himself. I'm quite a, step, quite a step down, if I do say so myself. Although, summer fits are not really... Summer was... Men's summer wear, a little bit boring, but menswear mm-hmm. is on the up and up. And so, you know, maybe these next few seasons we'll see some interesting, new, innovative looks. But anyways, this is not a fashion podcast. No, 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 it's not. Shaq and Tanya. Let's get into it. I don't want Start to. <laughs> I know. I don't want to. Anika, you think I, I want to? I don't want to. But we have to. What in the fuck of gaslight gatekeep girl boss is this shit that happened movie night explosive with not Shaq reacting more than Tanya but Tanya screaming at the top of her lungs for not only her own tape but for all of the tapes that were showing bad behavior from the boys and let me tell you right now I've never seen something so sexist than that Mad Movies Night. I cannot believe the way that Tanya exploded on everybody just because she was on display Mm, and put mm -hmm. on blast. And this whole, I'm doing just fine, honey. Like all this attitude and just the horrible talking back and the lack of accountability and responsibility was just really really painful for me to watch and then let's not even talk about Shaq finally breaking down and crying in the bushes and Tom comes over and they start playing the lean on me cover in the background which by the way like (laughs) this show is so unserious sometimes it's so unserious sometimes I yeah so it was it was just a lot. Like, I just, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But this whole Shaq saying, like, I knew you were sitting there looking nervous. I was like, oh, shit. He clocked her. He clocked her. He was like, I knew you were nervous for a reason. I knew it. And I was like, yeah. And then, you know, Blame. Shaq, um, you know, the tape that it was talking, or no, sorry, the tape where it was clearly showing Tanya and Martin making out in bed. And Shaq is like, oh, so it's a quick peck. Yeah, it was a quick peck. And Tanya's like, I told you this happened. I told you this happened. Like, he was literally like, gaslighting him in front of know. everybody. It was so, I was so shook, bro. And then the fact that she tried to, like, grasp on the one thing that Shaq's tape had with him oh talking to God. Zara. And she was like, yeah, I'm so insulted because, like, I just made you a tea and now you're, you know, saying these things behind my back like first of all the fact that they had to show a clip of Shaq from like three fucking weeks ago that should be like proof enough that you didn't do anything yeah exactly exactly that's how ridiculous it was they had to show a clip from so long ago like that was the second third day Zara was in there it's like when did she come in the first she was the second bombshell Mm mm-hmm that was, if anything, it was from the first week 
from the first right? week. That's how little there was to show. And Tanya's hanging on to it. I just think it was, like, embarrassing. And, like, I really don't have much to say because it really was so painful to watch and embarrassing and shocking mm. for her to sit there and spin every little lie that she could and grasp on every little straw and spin shit and gaslight him. Like, truly gaslight him. Like, I know sometimes we say gaslight and... We say it very loosely, you know. Mm -hmm. I apologize if we say it loosely because in this moment, I want to emphasize she truly, truly gaslit him in its full definition. And, oh, it was so painful to watch. And then the next day, their fire pit conversation. And he's like, be honest with me. Like, do you love me? Because the whole, because obviously the whole villa can see that he doesn't. Yep. Or that she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he's like, be honest with me. Be honest with me. And um, she's like, well, the fact that you're even asking me that shows me you don't trust me. Do not. He doesn't. He blood. shouldn't. Oh, my yeah. God. So embarrassing. I just couldn't. I'm going to be real with you, though. It just felt like I was watching a, a conversation between an older guy and a college girl. Oh yeah, it was yeah. It, which, the like, level of maturity, <laughs> yeah. which is I'm surprised, but I genuinely felt like Tanya's the biggest fuckboy I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. And that's god, saying something. Yeah. Like literally official member of Destiny's childish. I cannot believe what I was seeing. And him crying and him trying to reconcile and and flexing and putting things behind him and accepting her, you know, I love you. I cannot wait for this man to get out of the villa, for his fucking family to set him right, because you know his sisters are all going to be like, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> and they're going to be like, we support women, and we want you to, you know, respect women, but you actually, you don't have to respect this woman. <laughs> we can respect her and not have anything to do with her. <laughs> they're going to tear Tanya to shreds, dude, when the families come in, if they make it that far. But Oh I'm- my god, you're so right. Yeah, because, I mean, Tanya's mom called Shaq medium <coughs> ugly, which, by the way, I, I can't, first of all. False, yeah, they were on- false narrative, by the way. I know, totally. <laughs> but Shaq's family, they better show up and they better show loud and, you know, scream from the top of these freaking South <clears throat> African hills about how much more he deserves. Like, that fucking yeah. king deserves someone who genuinely loves him for him does not need to test out a bunch of shit after already committing and saying that they love them and going exclusive like this shit was the wildest journey that i've seen of any couple that settled within the first few weeks so far like absolutely wild and the fact that martin the fact that Martin hit it in just one more time before leaving too was like the funniest oh thing. Oh my god, Martin's going away speech was so funny. Like one, so real. He was so real. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to say this was the most amazing experience of my life because like it wasn't. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Because how many people come on the show and they're like, it was genuinely, it wasn't. No, It yeah. wasn't. Be, be for real. It was not. Yeah. Like I'm sure you had nights in Ibiza that were more thrilling than your entire 
Love Island run. But secondly, True. the fact that he was like, Tanya, he was trying to like leave on a good note and be like, I forgive you, Tanya. And he was like, Tanya, you know, you did nothing wrong. Well, actually you did. But I forgive you anyways. I was like, yeah. And, he and ate. Like, leave it on that. Let's leave it on that. Because Period. I could just go on for hours and hours. But let's keep it short today. No, he didn't have time. He didn't give a fuck. And that man was starving because you know all they freaking feed the Islanders is like catered avocados and like turkey sandwiches or something like that. I don't know. I would love to but I would too. But that was the only thing that like killed me. Martin's exit, unfortunately, even though it was unfortunate that he left, he did it with such grace and poise, if you will, that I loved it. Mm. But this whole I'm telling you, dude, I don't know if – they're going to be smooth sailing from now on, but I'm like on eggshells around this couple mm. now. I'm I, so disturbed. I don't, think, I don't think they're making it to the final four at this point. I don't. I think Tanya's actions and her behavior after said actions just have completely eliminated them as a top four couple. Like, I don't even think yeah. we're going to get to meet the families because that's only for the top four. And usually, right. like, the fifth couple is like dumped like mm. the day before families come yeah. in so mm-hmm. i just we'd have to see so much character development between now mm. and like a week from now which i just yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen i don't think she again another person with zero self-awareness i think she's done very little i think she's very aware of how badly she's coming across and is trying to do everything she can to not look as bad. Um, but she's doing everything except the one thing she needs to do, which is be accountable, be honest, and own right. up to it. But, and the yeah. fact that she pulled this shit, the fact that she pulled this shit after her like grandiose gesture of love towards Shaq and then like completely overrid her positive behavior with how she acted after mad movies is ridic. Like I I can't handle it. Ridic. Yeah. No, totally. It is. I just can't handle it. And I don't I know. I think that. I okay, love that so word. we you're welcome. So <laughs> we've got our couples now. They're settled. Who do you think our top four are right now? Easily we know our top four, Ron and Lana. Okay. Tom and they'll Sammy. make it through, I think. Tom and Sammy, Jesse okay. Kyan Sanum. And Kyan Sanum. Kyan Sanum. Yeah, Kine's, Will and yeah. Jesse, okay. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are my top four right now, too. I just don't mm. think Liv Maxwell, Casey oh, and Rosie, and Claudia and Keenan have anything in them to get them up there, mm. especially since we're coming in towards the last couple I think, of weeks now. I think there's always one curveball couple, one last-minute couple that, okay, not always, but sometimes sneaks in at the end. And okay. I think that if Casey and Rosie, because Casey's a really strong character, people really, really like Casey as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if Rosie shows like a lot of character, then mm-hmm. it's possible they could edge out a different couple. Like maybe they could edge out Jesse and Will potentially. Um, okay. Potentially, potentially. I only say that because Jesse and Will have been so like rocky and they haven't been their fun loving selves and we still haven't seen them like get back to where they were, which is fine because they're humans. Right. 
Um, mm-hmm. They deserve to take the time that they need to get back to where they were. But this is a show. And at the end of the day, <laughs> people are going to win. And people want to yeah. see the most in love, most like fun loving characters get to the final. So I think that if Jesse right. and Will aren't themselves by the end of next week, and Casey and Rosie come through like as a potentially strong couple, mm-hmm. they can maybe edge them out. I would say they could maybe edge out Tom and Sammy, but I think Sammy is really, really likable. And I think even though Tom is kind of an oaf and he's kind of made his mistakes, all mm-hmm. that stuff, I think people still find him really likable. And he's like, has a good relationship with the other Islanders and he is true in his own right. So I don't think that Tom and Sammy could be edged out okay no I agree with you there and I see it what you're saying I just can't oh I just can't I can't believe this is the most weirdest cast I've seen in Love Island history and I just they're so unlikable there's one fucking guy I like and that's it and I don't like any of the girls like I'm so over this oh I like Sammy I still stand by I like Sammy I just think she's in there, and I like Sanam, but I just think that they're in there with a group of girls that they wouldn't normally hang out with on the outside world, and Mm -hmm. for the sake of peace, it's just easier to keep the peace. Also, because I saw on an interview, but like the I'm I'm talking about, I'm talking about the original cast. Oh, like I only like Shaq. I only like Shaq. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was gonna say, and I watched Ellie's like what you didn't see video okay. mm-hmm. and she said that the girls beef was like really crazy um so I do think because like Sammy was in there when like the whole live drama thing was happening and I think that was yeah. kind of the tail end of the girls having drama in there and I do think that Sammy has seen the villa when there's been a lot of chaos and a lot mm-hmm. of like girl clicks and like beefing that I think she would just rather be good with all the girls yeah. than to argue and i Dude, think it comes back around to her not confronting Liv. but yeah with it's that, just self-preservation at yeah, this exactly. point which is which is basically what we're doing to keep up this this season's podcast is we're really hitting the hard points to really kind of let our listeners know what we really think mm-hmm. and that's why we are so unfiltered all of our opinions are our <laughs> own and we're gonna bring you what we're thinking immediately and right now season nine is not eating like we thought it was gonna be i disagree i think we got six weeks of really good content and i think that at the end of the day these people are human and we're not gonna agree with them i still think the season is eating i still think that once we get through this okay you know it's gonna be smooth sailing it's not gonna be as dramatic But we don't okay, want the okay. last two weeks to be dramatic. We want them to be, this is, we're now rolling into the, the happy, happy, what is it? The honeymoon phase. Mm, okay, okay. And I want. I will say. Okay. To settle. I, I agree with you there. I will say I agree with you there. And I will give them credit for bringing back the kissing challenge. I was dying to see that. That's my fave. But aside from that, though, I'm just a little disappointed. I wanted some empowerment this season. I wanted some unity. I wanted some. A drama that wasn't traumatic like i yeah, i don't know though. i think this is the least traumatic nobody's walked yet nobody's walked yet for the sake of mental health not a, one person has walked yet last season two people walked 
I know, like, but one this was is crazy. But one, yeah. But, but the other one was crazy, and the other one, one was just sad. You couldn't handle the heat. It was too traumatic in there. Last season was traumatic, and the season before that, I think, was pretty yeah. traumatic. Unless we forget yeah. Teddy and Teddy. R.I.P. Teddy Love not really. I, no, I want them both to live their best lives separately because they did not belong together. Their dynamic was we not saw one hour of a year and a half of them together. You know, we don't know. We don't know. But guys, if you want to see more Love Island opinions, you don't just have to wait till Wednesday and Saturday mornings. We are on TikTok at Villa Birds Pod, where I post. Silly little opinions about the about the islanders, okay? You know, I do my thing on TikTok. We do what we do on TikTok, okay? So go check mm-hmm. out TikTok. We also live tweet during the episode on Twitter at Villa Birds Pod. And additionally, I keep you guys updated with the infographics, and Anika keeps you updated on what you're missing on the podcast with the reels on the Instagram at Villa Birds. Okay, so you gotta follow us there, stay updated, and yeah. Way I don't to you- sign us off, girl. <laughs> I don't usually end the episode. What do you say, Ed? <laughs> guys, I say. Thank you so much to everybody who's listening. Thank you for putting us back on the top 25 charts in the UK, in Canada, in South Africa. And we love our US listeners, our friends. But thank you for putting us back on the charts. Please leave us a review. Tell us how much you love us because we're a little vain like that. So with that, thank you and goodbye. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.